Hello, I'm the Associate Pastor here at Pine Creek Valley Christian Church, Clay Hanley. And I'm Ron Savitz, the Senior Pastor here at the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church. And this is the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church Podcast. Now, in the last two podcasts we've done, we've talked about how to know if the Bible is authentic and why we should read the Bible. And today we're going to get into the the idea of why or how to read the Bible, right? How do we go about reading the Bible? What are we going to need? And so on. So, Ron, what will we need whenever we are going into reading the Bible? Well, first of all, we need to decide that this is important and we're going to do it. Because if we don't, we will not. We always do the things we decide that are important. Hmm. Now, along with that, obviously you need a good study Bible. I would recommend one that has an introduction to each book of the Bible and some comment on some of the verses in the Bible. You need a good concordance, and a concordance is simply a book that will take a topic and show you wherever in the Bible that particular topic appears. And it's a very handy tool. If I had one book besides the Bible that I would want, it would be a good concordance. Uh, And then you need to set aside a regular time and place if possible, because again, if you don't do that, uh, you'll overlook it rather than do it on a regular basis. Now, do you think there's a... What what time do you think would be most beneficial, or have you found to be most beneficial? Well, I think that varies with individuals. Some people are much more alert in the morning, and some people in the evening. So whatever is the best for you is what I would recommend. And you know your own schedule and when you can do that. Uh, that would be my recommendation. I usually do my best study in the morning. Hmm. Now, another thing that maybe we should point out is that you can study this book, the Bible, book by book. You know, you can start with Genesis, or you can start with a book in the New Testament, like the Gospel of Matthew or the Gospel of John. You can study the Bible topically. You can take a topic and trace it all the way through the Bible to see what it has to say about that particular topic. And then you can study it character by character, What about Abraham's life, or King David's life, or the Apostle Paul's life? Uh, You can study it that way as well. So again, a good concordance would help you in that process. Very short one. How about as far as some tools, uh, farther than a concordance, or... Well, you know, there are a lot of commentaries out there, and today there's a lot of material on the internet that you can get into. You know, if you would just uh, type in Bible studies, you would be amazed how many things would come up. Uh, But if you don't have access to the internet, again, I would suggest uh, getting a a good one-volume commentary like Matthew Henry's would be a good one. Uh, there are some other ones out there, but if if because you can multiply commentaries and you don't want to have too many, I would suggest just a good one volume commentary. Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown's a good one as well. Now, whenever I read my Bible, I tend to mark it up quite a bit. Um, how would you recommend going about that? Well, I highlight my Bible all the time. When I read a passage of scripture and a thought sort of jumps out at me, I highlight that thought, maybe underline that thought, and that's what I will meditate on for that day, you know, for that time, is that this is obviously something that the Holy Spirit wants me to understand. 
and when you have that kind of insight, it's, it's good to note that. In fact, there are some that even suggest that you date that. You know, really? just make a little note in your Bible that this happened to me or this thought came to me on October, what is this, the 27th yeah, of the so. year. Uh, and that way you'll have sort of a chronological uh, time schedule as to when these thoughts came to you huh. and pursued them. I've never heard of that, that way of going about it before. That's yeah, and it, it is a, a handy tool. I don't do that all the time, but it, it, but when there is a special thought that comes to me, I'll often note that. And I can go back to that and say, this is this is the time, you know, that the Lord really spoke to me about this particular issue. Now, I remember I had a friend in college, and whenever he uh, he saw that me and my roommate were marking up our Bibles, he said, why are you guys doing that? And we're like, well, you know, it just it's nice to mark it up. You know, it helps us remember and stuff like that. And, you know, and you know, mark down the things that really jump out or we feel are really important. He said, well, if you're going to highlight whatever is important in the Bible, then you're just going to end up highlighting every word on every page. <laughs> and I thought that was, that was pretty clever. And it's true. So, I mean, it's not that what you're not highlighting isn't important. It's just that uh, the things that you are highlighting seem to pertain to whatever situation you're in or they're just things that you want to take more time to think about or whenever you're coming back to that passage you want to be able to recognize that those things had some kind of impact on you in the past absolutely absolutely um, and i think that's the holy spirit bringing to your mind what you need for that time and for that situation as you've already indicated right now if you are going to mark up i'd my favorite things to use to mark up is the the Sharpie highlighter. Uh, it doesn't bleed through the pages, and most right. Bibles have thin pages. Um, so the uh, the thinner Sharpie highlighter is very nice. And also these uh, Micron pens, uh, they also they don't show through the pages, and they don't bleed or smear, and they're fantastic. Um, but if you'd like an example, my Bible study is currently reading through Acts. This is what my Bible looks like as it's all marked up. Uh, now, I tend to mark up quite a bit. Uh, some people don't mark up quite as much as I do. But this helps guide me as I go through my Bible studies. Well, I think that's very important uh, because it does it help you to remember. If you read, in fact, I would suggest you read slowly, you read carefully, you read out loud because that will help you retain what you are studying for that day. Highlighting, underlining, any. Anything that you can do uh, will help you retain that passage so much more clearly and, and remember it so much more easily. Right. And what are the, the three uh, different forms of trying to remember something is reading, or, uh, hearing, and what's, what's that third one? Well, doing something mechanically. Uh, yeah, writing, writing, writing it down. It down. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so marking right. it up, reading it out loud. Uh, so you're hearing it, you're marking it, and you're physically reading it. Exactly. Best way to remember it as you're reading it. Ron, do you have anything else here before well, just I... just very, very quickly, you need to come to the Bible with an open mind rather than any preconceived ideas to find out what it says, not what you want it to say. Secondly, as I said, you need to pray very uh, specifically that God will give you the guidance that you need and give you understanding. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. Take time to meditate a little while, you know. Don't don't rush through it. I'd rather you read one verse and understand it and be able to apply it to your life than ten chapters at a time. You know, there are people that just says, well, I, 
I read through the Bible X number of times, and that's probably two, but they still don't know a lot about it, and they still haven't really applied it to their lives. So I think the last question you need to ask yourself as you read the Bible is, how can I apply this to my life? Because Bible study is not academic. It is to transform our lives to become more like Christ. So you need to ask yourself that question. Okay, what is this text saying to me, and how can I apply it to my life? Uh, now, whenever I was in college, one of the things that we learned about whenever uh, I had a class called How to Read the Bible was whenever we begin reading, it's reading the Bible isn't a matter of flipping to a page, pointing your finger down and going from there, right? It's important to understand context. It's important to sit down and try to read from uh, the beginning of the chapter to the end of the chapter, um, because if we're grabbing different verses and reading them out of context, it can really mess with our view of scripture and mess with the message that it's actually putting out there. Uh, and there's plenty of Bible verses that are out there today which are being misquoted because of lack of context. And like Ron was saying, whenever we go to the Bible, it's important that we have an unbiased point of view because there's a lot of uh, commentaries, for example. I've seen a lot of commentaries which disagree on a certain topic, right? So you can't always trust that one commentary is going to be 100% truthful and trust that commentary. So it's important for us as the reader uh, to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us as we read that passage and reveal what that passage is truly saying. Uh, so be careful if you are using a study Bible that has a commentary or if you're using uh, an external commentary that's telling you that the passage means something because that's just someone telling you exactly. what it means rather than the Holy Spirit telling you what it means. Now, granted, I use plenty of commentaries, but it's important to fact check them and to make sure that what they're telling you is truthful. Yeah, we just simply need to realize that commentaries are man-made. Uh, the scriptures, and only the scriptures, are actually inspired by God. That's what we need to look for. What has God said about this particular issue? And that's going to keep our minds clear and focus on what what is actually revealed rather than it said what we want it to say. Right. For example, there are some commentaries today which lean more towards the the liberal side of Christianity, which say, you know, it's okay to be to be gay, right? It's not a sin to be gay. And when we read those commentaries, it, with that idea preconceived, and then we go to Scripture, that can really mess with our reading of the Scripture and the message that it's supposed to be sending us. Uh, so we need to make sure we don't allow that man-made kind of writing and that man-made understanding to influence our reading of scripture. So we need to come with an unbiased point of view, with an open mind, allowing the spirit to tell us what that passage means. And again, it doesn't mean that commentaries are bad. Again, we recommend using a commentary because they can be very helpful. Just be careful in taking the word of the commentary as the word of God, because it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we hope that you guys have a, a very spirit-filled, quiet time uh, and that this was able to help lead you into a, a proper quiet time where you're able to focus and able to make a habit out of it. A quiet time just isn't the same if you don't have a habit to exactly. get out of it. Um, there's, no, there's no true growth that way. You cannot grow without the Word of God. Uh, you know, even Peter tells us, as newborn babes, we need to seek the milk of the Word of God so that we can grow. And if we don't do that, we're not going to grow spiritually. 
Right. I mean, if the baby isn't drinking That's right. the milk, then, well, it's not going to live. Yeah, we have to, we have to stay in the Word. But we appreciate all of you who tuned in. Uh, again, my name is Clay Henley. I'm the Associate Pastor here at Pine Creek Valley. And I'm Ron Sagan, the Senior Pastor at Pine Creek Valley. And we enjoy having you come sometime.